Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Holocron Histories, Star Wars canon versus legends. We're going to take a deep dive into the lore of the Star Wars universe. That's me. Uh, hello and welcome to the Holocron Histories podcast, where we talk about Star Wars canon versus legends. I am one of your hosts, Austin, also known as Teacup. And I am your other host, Ben of Tamaria. Yeah, and so we're here for our research, or uh, not research, podcast. Um, sorry, Pokemon Go on the brain. Um, we are here for our podcast and our patron chat to this month's patron chat and we have our patron here our uh, so many patron names uh our jedi master kadojo master kadojo is here with us hey how you doing hello there how you doing yes. oh it's, uh, it's so, great <laughs> yeah. general oh. Kenobi. Uh, but we are here to talk about life day because it is the holiday season whether you celebrate christmas or hanukkah kwanzaa or the other hundreds of holiday seasons that happen around this time we're here to talk about the star wars winter holiday though i would assume that winter happens very differently across the universe but we do have an episode on life day which is what we're going to talk about um we do have an episode on that if you want to learn the history of Life Day, which is, just to review, a Wookiee holiday that is now celebrated by the wider galactic community. Absolutely. And if you want to celebrate Life Day in style, go to Shop Disney because you can get Life Day stuff like a robe. You can get those awesome red Life Day robes that Wookiees wear. It's great. Or, you know, I have a Life Day orb over here in my corner over here. It's great. It lights up and cool stuff. And I got that in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> so we are here to talk about what we would want as a Life Day gift. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of open. Um, I'm going to suggest we're not force wielders. So we can't gift ourselves or get gifts that are lightsabers because obviously that's one of the 
main things that everybody wants as a life day gift is a lightsaber. Let's be honest. Now oh, there goes my idea. <laughs> oh, thanks, Ben. Jeez. What? I mean, there's plenty of other stuff in the galaxy. Now, if you want to have a lightsaber, go and describe your lightsaber that you want. Go, go right ahead. I, feel free. I don't care. <laughs> but, um, Kodojo, do you want to kick us off? Well, I guess... Oof, life Day gift. I guess it would probably be... I want to say, given how Star Wars is, probably a vacation to a nice world like Alderaan or Naboo. Sort of like a an actual vacation for life that, you know, go somewhere and enjoy it. Like you're in the South, but you go North to enjoy the holidays or something like that. Okay. All right. I can get behind that. What about a life day cruise? Would you do a cruise going planet to planet? That that, that would be good too. That'd be nice. As long as there's no hostile planets or (laughs) planets in the outer rim. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That would be terrible. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Probably even visiting Kashyyyk during Life Day, that might be interesting. Now, that I think would be fun because, you know, the Wookiees tradition, traditions of celebrating Life Day and everything, and they have a whole giant celebration and ceremony and everything. I, yeah, that would be cool. Uh-huh. And, um, looking at chat here I, I sharp i honestly don't want to comment on your response in chat because that can go really bad <laughs> what if you not got, you know, make me go look <laughs> so, i'm looking i'm looking right now it's like i don't know if i want to repeat that gg sharp <laughs> sharp are you sure you don't work for the cartel <laughs> or zirka corporation or zirka oh my god yes zirka would be oh god i hate zirka so much it's terrible oh god oh my gosh i'm i'm not even going to respond to that anyway <laughs> yeah i mean playing going to a different planet for the holiday would be nice Onderon. um Alderaan or Onderon? Alderaan. Alderaan, okay. Alderaan. Even the two planets with like very similar pronunciations. Yeah. No, I can't. What, you can't, so, can't, see, so, so, can't see this? I can't see the chat. No. Uh-oh. Well, let's just say it uh, has to do with Wookiees. But he wants one. Mm. As as someone to do lifting. Mm. Yeah. No. Okay. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, going to different planets would be cool. Um, now, what planet would you not want to go to for a life day? Uh, Tatooine. Tatooine. Oh, no, uh, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I was gonna that's say, a given. I was going to say Mustafar. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair Al-Hada, too Al-Hada, <laughs> Narshadar eh well Narshadar oh. could mm, I mean you have the ca- you have the casinos probably any hut controlled world really fair that's fair <laughs> also uh, I feel like Hoth like no I don't want to go to Hoth like yes it is winter and frozen but like I want like a not violent winter 
for Christmas for like Life Day. A winter a, that won't kill you. Yes, a winter that won't kill me. So, so no wampas. No, what? No wampas. No wampas. No having to uh, live inside of Tauntaun, <laughs> which now I am obli- like obligated to say what is the internal temperature of a Tauntaun. Mm. lukewarm (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh the jokes I love tauntauns though I have a tauntaun mountain swotor it's fantastic I don't even know all the mounts that I have in swotor because I just do the randomized mount thing so I get a different (laughs) one every time I hit the button (laughs) yeah that's, that's with me in ESO I have so many mounts in ESO and half the time, I don't even know how many I actually have anymore. Really? But uh, anyway, well, Austin, since Ben, since ben said that I can't, you pick can a say you can pick a lightsaber. Just describe what kind of lightsaber you want. Well, I want Cal Kestis's lightsaber so I can have all the styles of lightsabers. I mean, fair. That's so, but also, but if I'm now thinking about it, I think, I think my answer is the best life day present for me would be one period of galactic history for like 100 years or whatever. No conflicts allowed. No raging hut overlords. No rising crime syndicate, no secret Sith Empire, no, no, you know, no Yuzhong Vong invasion, no Nihil <laughs> invasion, no, no, nothing. Just everyone gets to be chill. You were Can't asking ask for a lot there. You were asking way too much. I wanted to get my life day. My life day present is to take the war out of Star Wars. The war out of Star Wars. <laughs> That I, I don't. Then you just get mm, stars, and, exactly. But that's you boring. Get Starfield. You get Starfield. That's what but, you get. But there's so pirates in Starfield. <laughs> after Kotor two and before Swotor, isn't there like a three hundred year peace period or something like that? Roughly. I mean, there is yeah, peace, and there but the, is. But the Hut Cartel is still around. Yeah, I mean, there's still conflict. It's just not on a massive Galactic, or major or major Galactic scale yeah. yeah there's still conflict here and there like skirmishes typically with like crime syndicates and crime lords and all that stuff but it's not like Mainly a major place because i feel like the jedi deserve just a hundred years off like no having to go settle domestic like internal planetary affairs they just get to chill and you know they want to be with the force in their temple you know, and they get all their meals and they get to, it's just a happy time for everyone. What you're describing to me, you, have you seen Star Trek Lower Decks? No, I haven't. There, there's a little spoiler. There's one scene, they're down on a planet trying to recruit people for, um, uh, what's the fleet called? I can't, can't think Star- of it. Are you talking about Starfleet? Yeah, I guess Starfleet. And there's this one character who finally loses it after everyone's been bullying him in Starfleet. He says, we don't want to fight wars. We don't want to save your 
bots. We just want to go out there and explore. We don't want to save outposts. We don't want to fight the minion. We just want peaceful exploration. But you guys keep fucking it up. You know what? I, that's the entire point of Starfield. I feel like. <laughs> yes. Bethesda, Bethesda was like. Well, no. not Starfield, Star Trek. I know. But like yeah. the whole point of the game, Starfield, was that premise of. Oh, we'll just give them this opportunity and... to explore and go all of these things. And everyone was like, I want to do conflict. And I always got mad because one of my favorite Bethesda pastimes is to save, go on a murder spree, and then save scum back. Absolutely. But you can't do you can't do that in Starfield. No, you can't, you'll, sadly. You'll get annihilated. Yep. You can't do a megaton massacre anymore. That's Ooh. what I love to do in Fallout 3. I save like right when I get to the city and then I get the shiny stealth suit and I just go on a killing spree, just silently killing everyone in their sleep. Mm-hmm. You, 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 I don't you have a problem. Talk to somebody about that. <laughs> I don't have a problem. I swear. <laughs> that was thirteen-year-old me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fallout Three was great. Okay, it, it's great. It's it's okay. They just have you know a random nuke in their town, a center of their town that you can you know activate and then go to a hotel and see the massive explosion and awesome fireworks. But anyway. I don't have a problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> All right. All right, Ben. So I'm taking... Dojo is going on a galactic cruise. I'm taking the war out of Star Wars. What's your life day present? I want my own starship. A nice mm-hmm. starship. I know it's bland, but like I just I love the starship designs in Star Wars, um, especially like the um, I mean my favorite ship of all time is the Ebon Hawk. I love the Ebon Hawk. Yeah. What <laughs> Ebon Hawk's okay. It's okay. What? I don't I don't particularly like the design. It feels yes, it does look like a descendant of the Millennium or an ancestor of the Millennium Falcon. In, in certain way, but eh, it's not my favorite. <laughs> you know, you know, you know how like Dodojo is like a longtime Star Wars fan. This is totally unrated, but he says Falcon instead of Falcon. Oh, yeah, Falcon, Falcon, the Falcon. Falcon. So that's what they say in universe in the movie. Like Han says, the Millennium Falcon. So that's its name. Yeah, because but, what what's a falcon? What's the fa- what's a falcon in Star Wars? I don't know exactly. <laughs> it's like the name for jazz in Star Wars. It's not jazz. It's something else, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's the Bespin uh, Bespin band. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I want a starship, and you, you know, I mean, the Ebon Hawk was. You you have to give it to it that with the Ebon Hawk, it survived. Two major conflicts. I love the Mantis plot, but I hate its tail fin. Like it's it's a rotating fair. wing. I yeah, hate it. that's fair. Yeah, 
I feel like it's not practical. Like, there's no way. Everything that I know about, like, flight design tells me that that thing should look. It doesn't make any sense to me. It, um, it reminds me of, like, it's similar to how, uh, is it the B-Wing? The one was the, mm-hmm. the weird yeah, that rotating, one, rotating. rotating. I mean, it has a weapon on it, and you can do really cool like weapon or like combat maneuvers with it. But like, but that I one, it, it's not just a rotating wing. Like you have your cockpit, and then like all of your like weapon array is what is rotates a, around it. True. So your engine is still like staying stationary, and I guess that's true with the Mantis. But like you're talking about something that's like this like maybe a couple feet to like tens of feet mm-hmm. yeah. that's fair the ship i want the most is the corvus from star wars battlefront 2 after it's retrofit the corvus is a good one yeah that, i that like that it, it's it, it's not big enough to be overwhelming for a for person to take care of but you know it's bigger than a starfighter, so you can sort of do like business, do hauling and whatnot. That's true. It's a good little ship. Uh, other ships I would also not mind having would be any of the star of the class ships from Sotor. Your class ship from your base story, all four of them are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, were you talking about the bounty hunter? Yeah, the bounty hunter Shit. one's awesome. That, that is so weird looking. It is weird it has looking. Like three engines in a triangle formation. That's just weird. It is weird, yeah. but like it, it's still very unique. And um, what's the word I'm? I'm trying to uh, useful, resourceful. You have a freaking uh, containment bay right at yeah. the loading bay, so. We're uh, sleeping on Kyle Katarn's ship, the Raven, whatever. Oh, oh yeah. that's right. I completely forgot about his ship. I forgot he had a ship. Well, who knows? And I, you know, we're going to get, if I remember, there is now like really kind of like Starfield level ship customization was teased in the Outlaw. Ooh, if that's the case. That would be amazing if there's ship customizations on that. I scale can't. I can't remember if with... they did that. If they did that, because Starfield and that game were teased like at the same time at the Xbox showcase. I mean, it possibly, or it could be you know Ubisoft being because is it Ubisoft doing all else? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ubisoft being Ubisoft is like, hey, customization. Right. But that's what makes me think Outlaws is actually happening because Ubisoft is not a, a company that announces games and then doesn't release them. I can say one Beyond Good and Evil 2. Oh. <laughs> that, that's a <laughs> they, bad game. They announced that years ago, and we haven't heard a word since. Hey, okay, no, but hey, Skull and Bones uh, is now look coming at Skull out and Bones. Is what I was so, say. I mean, <laughs> I could Skull be, and Bones. 
Though, I mean, that could be completely wrong. Like, we all thought Skull and Bones was announced. Hey, here's a closed beta, which I signed up for and never got an invitation to go into. And found yeah. out years later, it got scrapped and rebooted multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> I got into the rebooted closed beta. And, like, that's the one that happened, like, at the beginning of the year. Oh, okay. You haven't done, the like, the most recent one they just did? No, um, but I didn't enjoy the gameplay because it reminded me too much of like Gazy or something like that, where these like just survival mm. gather resources kind of gotcha. game. And that's not my thing. That's yeah, right. I, I, I saw a video of Skull and Bones. It looks like you're either on a ship sailing with no real control over your person. It's just sailing or you're in a hub area walking around. Yes. And that looks boring. I mean, they, didn't they take Skull and Bone, the idea of Skull and Bones from Assassin's Creed 4? Yeah, so the original concept, and when they originally showcased the game, I think they did a teaser for it. I think it was 2015, 2016. Because Black, Black Flag was 13, right? If I recall. Yeah, it was 13 because it was a launch title for... Xbox One and PS4. Um, mm. Yeah, so it was like a, it was like 15, 16 when they did the teaser. And the teaser was literally, hey, you get your own ship, you get to customize it, and it's literally just the ship combat from four, uh, Blackout, uh, Black Flag. It's literally just ship combat. And then we haven't heard anything from it since, and then we finally got something like a couple years ago. Hey, we made it now a social game. You create your own avatar in hub areas. But it's still only ship combat because that's the only thing that you actually do besides walking around in a hub. That's about it. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, but if we get like ship customization and outlaws, I will be I I will be very happy if I get to customize my own ship in a Star Wars game finally. Because we have yet to do that. Do you think it will be customizations of Starfield proportion, or is it just going to be like <laughs> um, Jedi Survivor? You change the paint job, and that's going to be. About I think it. it's going to be in between. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be more on lines and similar to how they did the lightsaber customization with uh, uh, Jedi Survivor where you can swap out a bunch of different pieces to make it very unique. I think it's going to be something similar to that to compare to like Starfield is like, Hey, here's like a hundred different ship uh, uh, customizations. Go crazy. And all of your money. (laughs) Yes. Because building a ship's not cheap. People, if you play Starfield, building a ship is not cheap. That's that was my biggest this is Starfield talks. So I get to it. But my biggest regret at Starfield and like why I have not continued to play it. Because you have no funds. <laughs> yeah. And because the new game plus, I I spend all this time building and optimizing this ship and I can't take it over into New Game Plus. Oh, it doesn't I go get over? No, because I can't What's the point of Star- New Game Plus then? Uh, you keep okay. all your skills. You keep all your skills, and you can come across your different level. scenarios. 
So, okay, spoiler alert for anybody who's listening who has not played Starfield and wants to play Starfield. This is your warning now. Skip ahead, like, a couple minutes. Um, New Game Plus, and I have yet to finish Starfield, um, but New Game Plus is literally, hey, here's different scenarios in the multiverse. And, like, you can come across a bunch of, like, where, like, the your crew and uh, the lounge um, for whatever exploration team you're part of. I can't remember what it is on the top of my head. Um, they're all cups. Like, literally every single one of them is, like, a coffee cup. Or you go to the lounge and you're greeted by the hunter, who is then Sanko's daughter as an adult trying to kill your multiversal variant who did something terrible and like there's like over a hundred different possibilities and like the scenarios that you can come across but that, that's like really the only made, different sounded it, like they just made a bunch of mods for the game before they released it it's like here you go here's a bunch of mods for new game plus and just wait when the mod support actually drops for the game because that's still going they already they still are working on that and that's still going to come to the game where they're going to add mods to Starfield and just think how many Star Wars mods we're going to get for console. Yeah. If they don't break. If they don't break. Yeah, that's true. Because have you been on Skyrim recently? I have. So I updated the game. I haven't. So Go listen to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. I'm very similar to Lotus. I don't play my games typically with mods. Uh, I'll play the game with the Creation Club stuff and the Creation Club content that is designed and tested by Bethesda, but I I normally don't play with mods. But yeah, I did so- hear and I did see a lot of people uh, ranting about the new update literally destroyed a lot of people mods. Well, yeah, and all UI mods basically became obsolete. And so a lot of people who had changes to the main menu or anything like that suddenly couldn't get into their game and lost all of their progress. And And on Xbox, when you download all of that, Mm -hmm. it's a pain. Which, I mean, it makes sense why it happened because it's by the script of the code. And when they do an update, the script completely changes. So it makes sense why Mm -hmm. all these mods just kind of broke everything but no one expected hey here's an update for a game that like has been out for over a decade and we're they, updating the mod stuff no one expected people, that a lot of the skeptical people said they did it on purpose because they were mad that you know six months after its release or not even six months barely even four months after Starfield's release Skyrim still has a larger playing base. Yeah. Starfield and Fallout 4 both have larger player bases than Starfield. (laughs) And Fallout 4 is getting a whole new uh, next-gen upgrade here in the next year. So there's that, too. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's not about Star Wars. No, it is not about Star Wars, but you can get Star Wars mods in those games. So that there think, you go. There's your tie-in. <laughs> I think also for a life day present, I would want as a life general life day present for Lucasfilms not allowed to be able to announce projects unless they are like ninety five percent sure 
are going to happen. Or physically, actively working on something and know it's going yes. to happen regardless. That yeah. would be a great fight. Don't day, announce but... it before you actually you know, start working on it. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, Thanks, Lucasfilm. I, I guess sort of a real-life life day gift I would want is to, uh, if you ever read the two trail- Thrawn trilogy books that are canon, I want to go back to the Chiss because there's such an interesting storyline going on there because it has been confirmed that the, and I guess spoiler warning, I guess, but these books have been out for almost five years plus now. There is a new enemy the Chiss are currently fighting, quote, uh, quote unquote. It's called the Grisk. And they are supposed to replace the Yuzhan Vong. Ooh, okay. But, but we have no physical description of them. Right. All we know is that they are master manipulators. And that's about it. Interesting. And because this all, I mean, if I recall in the books, uh, it all takes place in the Unknown Regions, which is uncharted territory in space. Yeah, Correct. the se- second trilogy does. It yep. goes back in the past with Thrawn's rise because the Chiss uh, embassy, or em- is it the embassy? Is what they're called? Chiss ascendancy. 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 Uh, yeah, they're located in the unknown regions. Yes. So Which like Thrawn, the chaos. That's why you don't see mm-hmm. many Chiss in the known universe. No. 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 Um, I think that would be super interesting. I definitely want to see something come back in there. But but my question my question is, and this is where I'm confused in the timeline, really, is in Mando timeline, like the Battle of Jakku has happened. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Okay. This it's just bringing up plot holes for me of like if Thrawn comes back and all of this, why are they so stupid about? them saying hey there's another group like the empire's not really gone the first order is making stuff and they're like nah we beat them well i don't think the first order is quite a thing yet in the mando section this is only i know i know what i'm saying is that they've already had proof time and time again with idian and now thrawn that the empire has all these contingency plans. Yeah. Oh yeah. Every time they and every time it it brings victory. up with the Republic, the Republic is like, ah, no, they're destroyed. We we don't have to worry about them anymore. And yet, there's solid proof on multiple occasions that that's not the case. But the you know, I mean, it, that, it, it, it goes it, back to the whole point of the the Republic is the gov- the government itself at its core is it will always be corrupt at some point. To where the people in power just want the power. The, 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 it's the politicians bearing their heads saying, there's no problem. Everything's fine here in Happy Land. Yeah. And, and it's fine. There is no death and destruction. But you look at it, they're just sitting in a house on fire and with a cup of tea. And it's like, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Oh, what? Mm, uh, is it, is it like? though? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds familiar. I think George Lucas took inspiration from something. <laughs> <laughs> but um hold other thoughts, but because we do need to go into a quick mid break because we do have some new reviews to shout out and to thank awesome. our patrons. 
All right. Well, welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about all the stuff about the podcast, but not about Star Wars lore. And it's here where we thank our patrons like Kadojo who support us. We greatly appreciate all of the support that we get. If you'd like to join us on these chats, you can sign up at patreon.com slash holocron histories. You can sign up and sign up for our Jedi Master Dark Lord of the Sith tier, and you can come on these episodes and these chats with us once a month and have a lot of fun talking about all kinds of things, Star Wars and whatever off-topic thing that we end up talking about every time. Um, but you can come and hang out with us. Another great way to support us is to leave us ratings and reviews on Apple or Spotify. And we've got some to read today, I believe. Some Spotify comments? Jeremy? We have some uh, Spotify comment, and we also have two new reviews uh-huh. since the last time we were on. So the first review is by Rise and Shine uh, on Apple Podcasts in the U.S. Five-star awesome show. This is an awesome show. Austin and Ben really took their time to get everything right, and you can really tell they really appreciate all the expansive lore of Star Wars. This show has a peak humor, especially when Ben mispronounces words, which happens quite often, I will say. Uh, Awesome lore and deep topics. Great to listen to all drives and while drawing. What are you guys' three favorite characters from Star Wars? Because you can't pick one. And what is your favorite creature from Star Wars? Also, why did George Lucas name things after food? Ricotta is a type of cheese. Mon Calamari is a type of squid. Anyway, thanks for the lore. Uh, Benekin Piewalker signing out. Yeah. Oh, Benekin <laughs> Piewalker. Bannikin Piewalker. Yep. And um, I will say it is just a common theme that like like one of my favorite fandom series is obviously the Dragon Ball one and literally all the Saiyan names are vegetables. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, they are. It's great. But um to answer your question, uh Bannikin, uh my three favorite characters would be Oh god, um Revan, Anakin, ooh, and a third one. I would say Ahsoka. I, I love Ahsoka's character arc. Um, and favorite creature in Star Wars is a Tauntaun. Mine's it's obviously a Tauntaun for me. Let's see, favorite three characters. So Luke Skywalker, Padme Amidala, and probably Seer Jinda. I'm a really big fan of Seer. No, no, take it back, take it back, take Seer off. She's number four, but Kanan Jarrus makes number Ooh, Canon. Okay. three. And then favorite creature will always forever be the Lothcat. The Lothcat? Okay, yep. I, I, Can you I, tell I like Rebels? without knowing he likes rebels <laughs> and then uh our second uh review is uh an edited one by pitham f Wingfeather on apple Podcasts in the u.s uh five star good show this is not good show this is not awesome show this is always wanted to know star wars lore i did complicated names there were played the games i have not and legends i knew not 
teacup and bin of Tamaria were presented a great show and easy to listen. It is thanks to you. Uh, thank it is thank you. Uh, hey, I hope you see that I edited this, but can you do a Holocron episode on a Yuzhong Vaughn episode? Thanks, smiley face. That yes, we will do a Yuzhong Vaughn uh, episode at some point. Trust me, it is in the works. Um, at some point. Because the Yuzhong Vaughn are a very, very big Legends thing. And then we do have also a Spotify comment by uh, Jeremiah J. Um, from on our last patron chat. Uh, I really enjoy every episode as a relatively new uh, newbie to Star Wars. I found this show fun and informative. Or informative. I enjoy the hosts, both know and enjoy the content, and the lacks of pessimism of some Star Wars fans. I think that's the right word of that, meaning right. that we um we keep we're we're open minded. We're we're honest. We're open minded. Even we have we have thoughts of stuff that happens in Star Wars, but it's still Star Wars. We still love it. It's just like with me and The Witcher. Yeah, the Netflix show did us wrong, but I still love The Witcher. Here And here's my thing about this, is that I have issues with the sequel trilogy. But, you know, I've spent the past year, probably, of this podcast poking holes in KOTOR, which is my favorite game. So, right there we are. Yep, there we are. Like, I want to know, where is Bastila's Jedi Master? Right. Yes. Where? Tell me. Lucas Phillips. I Drew Kapershin. If you listen to this show, which I seriously doubt you do, but if you do, I need to know where is Bastila Sean's Jedi Minister? That's it. Alright. Nope. Oh. Is that all the reviews? Yeah, that's all the reviews that we have. Yep. All right. Well, you can catch us live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Though it might be different Mountain Time because they don't do daylight saving time. So I don't know what time it is in Mountain Time right now anyway. And 8 o'clock Eastern. And so, well, I guess Arizona doesn't do daylight saving time. The rest of Mountain Time does. But anyway, off topic. Yeah, you can check us out live there. We will not go live next week. No, and right. we'll go live on my Twitch channel at Ben of Tamaria, which you yes. forgot to say. Uh, yeah, we will not be here next week due to the holidays. Um, so we hope you all have an awesome holiday and life day and wish you well and your families well. And um, you can also find us on multiple discords because we have a lot of discords. The Robots Radio Discord, the Cups and More Discord. Is that I said? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And my own Discord, the Ben and Friends Podcasting. So go check those out with all of our shows because we do a lot of shows. And it's fun because if you go and listen to our last week's episode, which I posted, which is the holiday special we did, or I was on at least, uh, with Robots, Tom, and he poked the jab is like well here's ben and his hundreds of shows that he's trying to catch up with me (laughs) he just does one more show than i do at this point (laughs) 
Tom? Tom only does five. <laughs> I do four. Well, all right. You got to catch up to, you got to text up to Almighty Crit. <laughs> oh, I'm never, I'm never going to match him. Oh my God. How many shows does he have again? Like eight or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, that's um, too much. Like, I, I, if I had way more time and like less like work to actually do in a day job, absolutely. But I can't. But yeah, could probably do it if like I also worked at home with Shelby. But I don't. I have to go in and be in front of people, and so Me that too. takes up time. So Thanks. I think. That's all we have for the middle of the show. So we can yes. go back. I think our next question should be, what do you think the coal equivalent for Life Day is? What equivalent? Like, like you know, in Christmas lore, like oh, if you're yeah. bad, you're on the naughty list, you get coal. Oh, okay. What's the yeah, equivalent? let's get into that. All right. Okay, we are back from our not-so-short mid-break uh, because we had long reviews to go over, and they were awesome. So, Austin brought up the topic in question of what would Life Day's equivalent to coal be? Like, for Christmas in Christmas pagan holiday of uh, where if you're naughty, you get coal. What would that be in Life Day? A lightsaber beheading? How <laughs> do you go with Bantha Poodoo? Bantha Poodoo. I think I think there is no other answer. We're gonna yep, need a question because nope, Bantha Poodoo. I want to go with a lightsaber beheading. Jesus. <laughs> Bantha Bantha Fodder is the Bantha Fodder. Star Wars yes, it's the officials. Hey, name. just make but, sure you don't put Bantha Fodder in front of a. Um, Oh God! What's the dragon on Tatooine? Oh, the great dragon. Great dragon. Yeah, don't put Bantha fodder in front of its cave. Make sure you have a thermal detonator. Bantha poodoo. I I I found Uh out the hard way when I first did that. I didn't put it with a thermal detonator. (laughs) I died. (laughs) It's great they did that, Amanda. Though they referenced that. They did. And they didn't use thermal detonator either. Oh no! They used a rocket. Mando used a yeah. rocket, right? Yeah, he had to go inside. That's right. <laughs> Use a yeah, rocket. So. Close enough. So yeah, <laughs> let's see. Now I'm thinking of. I'm trying to think of a life day carol. Oh God! Like, well, if we have a life day carols, it has to be sung by Jawas. Oh yeah. No, yeah. I think. You know, like what? Jawas are great. What's wrong with the Jawa? Shoot the blasters, swing the sword, swing the saber, pull the force away. (laughs) God, cringe. Han Solo in carbonite and Leia is a slave. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) Wow, that's we can edit that just that got dark. Oh. <laughs> I mean, have to, to keep it in. <laughs> a slave for about two days, but 
Yeah, okay. You know what? It is a good thing because, yes, Leia was a slave to Jabba the Hutt, but she also liberated herself and killed him. And Carrie Fisher said to say, a big mean slug made me wear it, and I killed him. <laughs> That's true. That is actually true. In the immortal words of Carrie Fisher. The funny thing is yes. they actually did, did and uh, I think it was Leia's book after... Return of the Jedi. I can't remember the name of the book. Uh, she, Bloodline? Probably. That she was given a title by a lot of Hut slave species. Yeah, I think it was Hut Killer or something like that. Hut Slayer. Hut Slayer. Slayer. And Hutt Slayer. That is a, like a high what? honor. What? Title. Okay, I have not heard this, and that's awesome. So there's like a. There's like a bleep in the like newsreel that we see in like one of the flashbacks in I think Book of Boba Fett. Because I think that's where we see like the end of the Empire where uh, on Tatooine there's like a newsreel of mm. the Empire falling. In like the Arabesh in there it says something like Cut Slayer Leia Agon. Oh, that's awesome. I yeah. love that. I love the little nods they do in Arabesh, and only true Star Wars nerds who know Arabesh <laughs> know what it is, and it's fantastic. Though they also oh. love to do trolls with Arabesh, so right. But like, it's other. It's, I mean, Lucasfilms has been doing that forever. Like, you look at uh, Indiana Jones. Like, there's the like Obi Wan bar in Temple of Doom. True, and there's all kinds of fun stuff like that. Because Lucasfilm's great. They they love their properties and they show it to their fans. But, um, oh gosh, what other questions can we do for Life Day? Um, I, I, I like to add to my Life Day real life wish list a, a Swartor keyboard. When Swartor first came out, they came out with a mouse I remember pad, that. A mouse and keypad. I think, uh, or um, keyboard i got the mouse i didn't get the keyboard which i really wish i could have gotten now that's fair i mean i have um i have the so i bought a collector's edition of swotor on ebay and it came with all the collector stuff it even went with the um key fob the like code fob that you would have to like uh the security code uh code fob for your special security code to log in so people can't, like, hack your password and all that. And it came with yeah. a Malgus statue. Like, that. that's great. But, yeah, I don't have... I, I, I never got to play Code or Tour until, like, 20... I think it was, like, 2019 during Code... Or, right... Yeah, it was, like, 2019 is when I first got to play it because I didn't have a PC powerful enough to play it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even though it doesn't take much to play the game. My PC that I was playing on was from 2008. The game came out in 2011. This keyboard (laughs) also had Arabish. Oh. It had the uh, R letters, but also the Arabish version of it. What? Yeah, I I just posted in uh, Discord an image of it. It's not a very good one, but... Oh, I can see it, though. Yeah, that's how people learn Arabish, is they figure out which 
Oh, that is symbols awesome. coordinate to ours. Jeez, oh, yeah. If you want one, good luck. They're selling them on like, not eBay for nine hundred bucks. Oh. Specifically, no, 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 the Suator no, no, no. one. And I was like, yeah, no. I I will give you five dollars. <laughs> I will give you five dollars for the keyboard because it's a USB keyboard. <laughs> I stand firm at five dollars. <laughs> five dollars that's it um i will stay uh sharp uh his he wants a clear lightsaber mm. as a light say as a life day present so I, i'm curious if okay the... i need to know i have a lot of questions is the blade clear is the handle clear so you can see all the workings and kyber crystal See that's Easy what questions. I want to know, and I don't. I think Sharp is still in chat. I I think I want to say he is. But um, there is a clear that, bladed lightsaber. I think you guys touched on it. I mean, there's a clear crystal in like legend. I think it's I called, believe. called like the ghost fire crystal or something like that. You can. They yeah. make coreless. They make coreless blades, which you can get in Swotor, where it's like, it's like. It's more of like a black. Sometimes they have the black core, and the like color is around the black core. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I will have to ask Sharp later if he doesn't respond. But yeah, that that would be interesting. Having a translucent saber hilt would be interesting. Ooh, life day present. The party. Lightsaber crystal from Gemini Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> swing changes color. Swing changes swing color. Changes. Swing changes color. Oh my god, that's a strobe light every time you swing it. <laughs> Friends with epilepsy, please do not play. Do, do not do that. Please do not do, <laughs> do that. not do the party. Do not do uh, that. I, I can't. No, I that will lightsaber. say as a realistic pro- uh, property when you're like in battle against any enemy. That will have to like freak out your enemies every single time you swing it. It just changes color, and they're like, "Oh my god!" And they're like, "It's it's a great distraction." And they're focused it's on the color. <laughs> I feel like it's a very Calcestis thing. Like, oh, I have to pick with uh, no. I get all of them. Sorry. No. <laughs> Here's a rainbow crystal. <laughs> Do what you want with it. <laughs> yeah, kind of like the new Terra type. I have yet to like deal with any of that with Pokemon. So anyway, since we're kind of running, it is running out of time. So I think Dojo, if you wanna plug anything you got going on. Uh no, I don't have anything going on just yet. Uh next year I'm gonna start collecting Star Wars RPG books. Ooh, yes. From, like take well, like which wait, wait, which which yeah, ones tabletop. are you? Which ones are you looking at? Uh, the Final Fantasy Flight. Uh, Final Fantasy. The Final uh, Fantasy, or the Fantasy Flight. <laughs> Fantasy Flight. Or, uh, so, games. like the Force and Destiny stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I have. Uh, I have the three. I, I have, have the a few th- of those. I have the I'm... three main cores, and then I have like some of the other like side ones here and there. I don't have all of them yet. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to try and look into getting also the five uh, five E edition ones as well, is I sort of have a campaign idea for Star Wars 
that takes place at the beginning of the war in Swotor. And I'm not talking about talking about the Swotor campaign. I'm talking about the 30 year war that takes place before it. Oh, so like the war during like the trailers that they show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that. It, yeah. It, it, cool. It's a rough sketch idea, but. It well, sort of, it, it, it ends with a sacking of Coruscant. Oh, okay. Sort of like one last mission to save, like you know, as many people and to try to stop <laughs> Malgus to from Malgus destroying the temple and massacring hundreds and thousands of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> try to minimize. I will the say th- those trailers were peak. Those trailers were epic. Uh, Disney, I'm just saying, if you give us a movie like you gave us those trailers we'll be happy that's oh my god that's all you need to do if you want to do old republic or even like um another life day wish right or swotor stuff do cg animation or just animation in general that's all you need to do give us a tv show see a tv animated series with great voice acting and great story written that's it that's all we ask for I want an animated Mandalorian Wars, either Ooh. movie or TV series, done by the same team that did the Justice Resistance? League Dark. No, <laughs> that did uh, that did Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. I want Ooh, that graphic okay. and that gory. That. Mm... I don't know if we'll go that. I don't know if Lucasfilm will go that far. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, I want to see Vasculus droids raining down and ripping cities apart. Like, oh yes, because Vasculus droids are awesome and terrifying at the same time. It's like this is so awesome. Oh no, wait, it's coming to kill me. Ah! I would love. I would also love a Mandalorian war style in the original like 2003 Clone Wars. Oh, the old school oh, t- uh, yeah. 2D cartoon style. Uh, Samurai Jack style. Yeah, because it was the same team that did Samurai Jack, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Yeah, Samurai Jack's great, people. Except like the newer oh. season was weird to me. Though Samurai Jack in general is weird because it's dealing with a, ro- a samurai and futuristic stuff, so time travel with robots. De- yeah, r- r- time travel robots and demons all at once. It was just cool fights. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're ready to wrap it up. So. Thank you, Kodojo, for being here. Thank you to all of our patrons. Again, if you want to sign up on Patreon, you can go to holocron or to patreon.com slash holocron histories. You can catch us live on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 p.m. Pacific, twitch.tv slash Ben of Tamaria. Thank you for listening to the Holocron Histories podcast. We'll see you next time. And may the force be with you. Thank you for listening to Holocron Histories, Star Wars Canon versus Legends. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can also follow us on Twitter at SWHoloHistories and contact us at holocronhistories at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Aaron. And I'm Ariel. And we're the hosts of the Legend of Zelda Lorecast. 
podcast about all things Legend of Zelda, from Errol to Zora, and all the fun things in between. If you're ready to dive deep and learn more about the Legend of Zelda lore and everything surrounding it, come join us on Legend of Zelda Lorecast. You can find us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. We hope to see you soon.